Hello, and welcome to another of my podcast episodes. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. Oh, I'm just chilling, I'm chilling, I'm chilling, and I feel simply marvelous. And I want to share with you why my spirit has been transformed by the renewing of my mind. You know, with so much, and I have to I have to mention this because I know it is it is evidence and it is apparent. There's so many things that are happening, you know. And every day, every day brings something that can be unpredictable. You know, watching the news, things are unpredictable. Just knowing people, family, friends, loved ones. Mm, my God, how things are unpredictable. Therefore, in my conscious awareness, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a season and I, I took some time and, and I had to regroup and refocus a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, I went on my little three days shut off and three days shutting in and whenever I make time, that intimate time with the Lord, you know, it always revived me. And in and in the in the revising of my spirit in the last week or two, I've just felt such an inward peace. You know, the Bible says to pursue peace. How many of y'all got that? The Bible says to pursue peace. And sometimes when we need to pursue peace, it may mean disconnecting or reconnecting or not connecting in certain seasons with certain people and certain situations and certain circumstances. But you know, I've been pursuing peace And I tell you, as I've been pursuing peace, my little phrase keep coming to my mind. It's not that serious, people. It is not that serious. You know, I'm I I you know I got some some very grievous information across my ears today. And a beautiful young lady um transition. You know, I know her mother. And her siblings used to used to used to play with my kids. We lived in the same neighborhood. And something that the mother shared with me, she said, mm, very touching. She said, I've experienced hurt and I know hurt, but not like this. And you know, when things happen unpredictable. It, it, it really reminds me that sometimes some of things that people make so petty, and I mean real petty, like you know how you ever seen a kid ask for candy in a store and the mother say, no, you can't have it, and all of a sudden they, they go on this little tantrum. 
You know, that's the kind of stuff that vexes my spirit. When grown-ups, and especially, and I need to throw this in here, especially when they tell me that they operate in gifts of the spirit or they operate in all these titles or positions, but yet they can't have a harmonious conversation without being a dictator. You know, it it amazes me how so much is going on in the land that people are still caught up in pulling straws. Like you can't even say, oh, okay, well, I got that too. Or you can say, well, I did this and then they say, it's like a competition. People's spirits, you can barely hold conversations with some people. Because they too stuck on thinking the conversation is a tug of war. People, it's not that serious. There are grieving people in the world. There's a lot of mayhem. There are people with missing children and babies. There are people who are homeless and hungry. But yet you got people that is so petty. And dictating to who and how they think somebody else should answer or respond to them. It amazes me. But yet we're supposed to be operating from Galatians 5 and 22 in the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, patience, meekness, gentleness, kindness. And and let me just say this, people, I understand that we are on different levels in our diversity. But the big question mark that comes to my head is when people get petty in their feelings with these telephones. They get offended if you don't answer your phone. They get offended if you answer but you don't say what they want to hear. And I recently had an encounter that practically, I mean, it really put a question mark in my head that I actually sent my number for the person to call me because they they sent me a lengthy message because I did not respond to something that they felt I should respond and when they I guess when they thought I should respond but people really have we really minimized see we're in a time where people are leaving this earth unpredictable we're raising children and it saddens me that so much immaturity and controlling people trying to control other people. Okay, if I didn't if I didn't send a greeting or a salutation when somebody else wanted or expected. But the sad part is this. They inform me in the same message how all these other people acknowledged, greeted, and see, that's when I scratch my head because I'm like, 
Why not embrace that joy and happiness? Why would you... Why would you damper your day because of one person when you may have 10 other people who showed you love and joy? Why would you allow something of the the reactions or non-reactions of one person damper your day, especially when you don't even know what that person was doing? Oh, my God. You don't even know if that person was sick in the hospital. You don't know. And that's what amazed me by when I say it's so many people that I'm noticing. I'm noticing. So that means they're somewhere in my my peripheral vision, my frontal vision, my eyes or my ears. That they will carry on like a child. Mad because they mama didn't get them something at the grocery store. And they will literally have temper tantrums. And they will send you these messages. Or they'll give you this attitude. And then this is where the perplexity in my mind really comes in. It's like, okay, I be sitting back talking to God. You know, I be like, okay, God, is it really that serious? Like, for real, for real, though? I mean, because we living in a time where if you're not living with somebody, you don't have to deal with them. If it irritates you that much, you have that free will choice. But if you need to deal with them or you enjoy dealing with them or you like dealing with them, can you be amicable? What has happened that so many people want to control the very breaths, hallelujah, and life in the name of Jesus that God giveth us? If people not out trying to take somebody's life or abduct somebody's life or control somebody's life, let me say this, people. When we were born into this world, unless you was in the same bag, Well, you will be an identical twin. If you're not an identical twin, you know, they say that they have connecting spirits and, and, and things of that sort. But even at that, they have their own individuality. And, you know, God gives us breaths. It's something my grandmother used to say a lot. She believed in nonviolence. She wholeheartedly believed in nonviolence. Because she felt that. Now, I'm not talking about chastising because we got chastising, but I'm talking about as adults. She believed in nonviolence because she felt that God giveth us life. This is what she used to say if God giveth life, then everybody should leave this earth if God takes life. Meaning that when you're appointed time, would come, but not by the hands of anybody else. Nobody else, by nobody else's hands, she feared anybody should die. That's what is called premature death. Because somebody played a part in you leaving here. And that should not be. Just imagine how beautiful the world would be if we all just waited on our time. How many people would exist and coexist if we just waited on our time. But what has happened? 
that I think that has made people, people are so controlling. Everybody wants to control how they feel somebody should feel, how they feel somebody should think, how they feel somebody should walk, talk, jump up and down, and spin around. And because of that, it has become so much division and strife and bitterness. But see, I'm going to tell you about me because I was on a call earlier and it was going to the left. And I was saying to the young lady, I said, well, you know what? That's not necessary. Because see, what ended up happening, they were trying to dictate to me how they think I should talk. And you know what? That ain't no new spirit. See, that's an old spirit because that same spirit (laughs) clashed with me years ago. But you know, sometimes you think over time there will become growth. But see, and I said, oh my God. And see, that even back then, because I did not say what they wanted to hear, I did not say it in the way they wanted to hear, then they accused me of not being nice. But see, but I was not mean. And that's where we miss the mark, people. We shouldn't be living with somebody have to talk the way we want them to talk. First of all, we if we have children and we're raising children, you know, there's a condition that everybody has to give an account to, to God. If you're married and you don't talk to your spouse right, okay, you got to answer to that. If you a parent and you don't talk to your children right, okay, you have to answer to that. If you a supervisor or a boss and you don't talk right to those under you, you have to answer to that. And if your employees that are under you don't talk right to you, they have to answer to that. See, if you a boyfriend or girlfriend, people, all I'm saying is this. It is too much stuff that's real serious going on in the world. That people's feelings have begotten or have been and people are not delivered from the sensitivity of just embracing people as they are. Just learn to embrace people as they are. Why are we trying to conform people to be, let God be God. That's God's job. Our job is to pray for people and treat them right, to walk in the fruits of the spirit, to be kind, to be loving, to be joyful, to be peaceful. If you don't like something, you don't have to deal with it and you don't have to fall out with it. Amen. Amen. You don't have to fall out, people. It's not that serious. Because at the end of the day, I think this way. Mostly everybody that passed 50 years old, they already are knowledgeable to be done sustained their whole life past 50. So if somebody has passed 50, they had to do something to reach that point to survive. And sometimes because you don't have to always... I don't have to always tell you how to survive. You don't always have to tell me how to survive. Okay, it's good if we want to give each other pointers. That's fine. 
But, but that's the simplicity in just saying to somebody, you know, well, I know I have that. I understand. But sometimes I think in the redundancy of individuals, especially if they repeated something two, three, four, five times. And it's like, okay, I hear them. And don't get me wrong, we all fall in that category to repeat. But when somebody lets you know they heard you, why keep going on? And then if you go on and on and on, and then they don't embrace that, why get offended? Why get offended and start trying to make all kind of to the left conversations who in this whole world and I need to say this people who in this whole world don't know everybody don't know anything that is the most insensitive rude and this is my opinion now that is the rudest statement that anybody can make because it's sarcastic everybody should know by the time they 15, everybody don't know everything. But because a person may not choose to hear somebody, don't mean that they don't know or do know or want to know. Learn all I'm saying. People, can we mature to be okay with people how never they are? And stop trying to be like God to conform people. Let God be God. If you don't enjoy somebody, quit trying to change people. Quit trying to tell people how we should or should not be or speak or do. Because I had to share this with someone the other day. I said, if I don't choose to talk to somebody, I don't have to. They not my parents. If I don't choose to make a comment on Facebook, I don't have to. All this is a free will choice, people. God gives us a free will every day. And I think any time a person tried to say something rude or mean to coerce a person, to force a person, to entice a person, that spirit is not of God. You don't need to point out to somebody what they didn't always do to make you feel however you choose to feel. See, that in itself shows me that a spirit is not of God. That's a spirit that's not of God. You don't always have to respond and reply To everything you like and don't like. Jesus didn't do that. And the Bible said let this mind be in us that is also in Christ Jesus. There were many occasions where Jesus didn't even comment. And when he did comment. He didn't, he didn't keep, he didn't even get into the conversation. When the lady, they wanted to stone the lady that was caught in adultery. How many people would have had so many comments to make and say? And when they confronted Jesus, you know what he did? The Bible says he stooped down and he began to just mark on the ground. 
He didn't respond to the question that the people asked him. How many of you know, sometimes, and I, t- I promise you I will, sometimes people, I don't respond to people's questions. I don't respond to their emotions because sometimes people will approach you with the sensitivity of their emotions because they need their ego stroked. It has nothing to do with nobody hurt them. They just want their ego stroke. They want attention. They want to feel important or significant. And if you don't grant them that, then they will think you're rude and disrespectful. You have to be careful. When somebody try to control what you say, and what you do because they're not God. See, that's a God complex. And people need to be careful, I'm telling you. Because God gives us free will. Just make a decision. If that person, like I say, when people bother me, I stay cool. I stay calm because I have my little shit. If I don't live with them, I don't have to deal with them. And we don't, people. But we don't have to be controlling. We don't live in a dictatorship country. Let people be themselves. If God does it, then who are we to think that we got to always carry such an asinine spirit to run around here and tell people, you know, I got grown kids. I don't even question my children. As long as they're not doing something wrong, as long as they're not committing a crime, and that's what I'm saying, people. You can barely talk to people on the phone now. They got an attitude. They got an attitude if you don't answer. They got an attitude if you don't text back. They got an attitude if you don't reply and respond. What's up with all that? It's not that serious, people. I promise you, there are bigger things and bigger problems in the world than that. Find something to do with yourself until somebody calls you back or takes you back. Because truly, like my grandmother used to say, it's a true fact. A woman's work is never done. I know we women can find something to do. And that's where I get a lot of that resistance from. It's not really brothers. It's sisters. If you can't talk, if you want to get off the phone, if you talk to them, they get right attitudinal. It's okay, people. It's more serious stuff going on. Go find something to do. Give people a chance to get back with you. Get busy. And if your mind is that idle, Get your Bible. Just lay back and pray. Cook your dinner for tomorrow. Sweep a mop. Fold some clothes. Watch. It's it's enough in the world, people, we can do to be busy than to sit around with an attitude because you can't control what somebody else say, how they want to say it, what they want to do, and where they want to go. God gave all of us a life. And he didn't give us these lives 
to try to act like we God over people. He gave us these lives to get along with people, not be they God, but to cohabitate with them. Amen. Amen. You know, I'm just chilling on this Saturday and it just came in my spirit. So, because I like to be at peace with all people. I like to pursue peace like the Bible said. I shun my feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So it's not that serious, people. It really isn't that serious. What you like, what I like, whether we like the same thing or we die. Whether you like to talk about what I like to talk about, whether you like to dress what I don't like to dress, it's not that serious. My ego don't need stroking. I don't need you to to like my picture or don't like it. That ain't even significant to me. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'm going to love you anyhow. And you may say some things I particularly don't care for, But you know what? It's okay. Because everybody got to answer for God. They own words. Everybody got to answer. Can we just be loving? Can we just not get so vexed in our spirit that people like to give me the dieto? (laughs) And it's funny to me. Because if you can call somebody in a calmness and greet them, hey, how you doing? You should be able to exit your phone the same way and say, well, you know what? Let me just find something else to do. And I'm like this. I ain't holding nobody. If they say, well, I'm finna go, okay. I'm not lip wrestling with people because it's not that serious, people. It's okay. Can we grow up in our Christianity? And I understand now, if you non-believers or even if you a person who who is a babe in Christ. But I'm going to tell you who put the biggest question marks on my head now. (laughs) is them people that every time the doors open and if they want to camp out on the church porch or if they got these titles and positions and, 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 and they got these gifts and these callings that they like to boast and they like to brag on. But they don't even have patience to hear somebody. They want people to hear them. But if you start talking like they talk, they want to shut you down. They don't want to hear you. See, that right there, that's what I'm saying. That's not a, that's not a God. Because one thing about kindness is this. Kindness offers the same thing that you want to put out. If you can put it out, you should be able to embrace it. And when a person got a problem, with embracing the very thing they put out. If you like to lecture people, somebody come along and lecture you. Whatever we put out, remember that now. In words or deeds, we should be able to embrace it. Don't be so negative in our perception. Keep an open mind. Because one thing that more than any out of the gifts of the Spirit. All of them are good, but I say patience, long-suffering, and self-control. And I thank God, can you control yourself that you don't have to get angry and get mad and hang up on nobody? (laughs) 
It's not that serious, people. It really isn't. You all have a beautiful, blessed day. Bear in mind, it's so many other things so much more important that's hurting, that's really hurting in our land. Trying to control somebody else's words, action, and deeds. Let God be God. You play your part. Your part is to just be kind and loving. Patient, meekness, gentleness. Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 22. And when you've done all that in a day to keep yourself in check, what other people do or don't do will start minimizing. With me, it's not that serious. Amen. Amen. You all have a beautiful, blessed day, as I said in the Lord. And may the blessings from God flow, flow, flow down into your life and meet all the areas of your life that you need (laughs) strength and you need provisions. And that God, as you delight yourself in him, he will give you desires of your heart. And that you will prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed Saturday. Go in peace. Walk in peace. Pursue peace. And until the next podcast, peace out.